on the tee, Jack Nicklaus. This is the minute the millions around the world have waited for. We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star at sunset. Rory continues his run to greatness. The return to glory. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Bogeyman Golf Podcast hosted by Dave and Johnny. Today we're joined by Scott, William and Nick from, you probably know them as the Duck Hook guys. Um, lads, how you doing? Not too, Not bad. too bad, thanks Johnny. How are we? So for anyone that doesn't know, Duck Hook is a new golf clothing company, but you decided to, in the same way we set up during COVID, you decided to set up a golf clothing company when you can't really get out in golf courses. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one. Yeah, I think it's probably one of the only good things that's come from lockdown for us anyway. So all these Zoom calls didn't go to complete waste and getting drunk on quizzes and stuff like that. <laughs> but no, I'll it's been... a little bit so. <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's been brilliant. It's uh, kind of just snowballed. And before you know, we went from four polos and making prototypes to wondering what's next and releasing more stuff as, as we go. I have to say, you look at the moment like the four lads who are having the most crack in the golf industry in Ireland at the yeah. moment. And it's very, it makes everyone very envious. I was looking at like some of your stuff from Port Marnock Links a couple of weeks ago with, out with the dog. And I was just like, good God. The jealousy, the jealousy levels were pretty high, lads, to be honest. To be fair, we, we have fallen on our feet in terms of where our 5K lies and we have managed to um, keep a few people sweet with regard letting us out and walk around the golf course. But like, we can confirm that no golf ball was hit. Um, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> despite, what the, despite what the, the videos may look like. Oh, they were imaginary golf balls. Yeah. The official imaginary. statement from the, the press office <laughs> yeah. is yeah. Yeah. the boys did not hit a golf ball. You'd be surprised what you can do with editing these days, Johnny. You'd be, you'd be very surprised. I must pick up one or two tips from you boys, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, uh, if, you're, if you're privy to our Facebook comments, are uh, questioning Will's swing. So obviously we've been going around and holding fantastic positions that we could never, ever stretch to in real life. And uh, a lot of people are starting to question whether Will's left-handed or right-handed or holding the club the wrong way. So uh, it makes for interesting reading every now and again. We have to try and make sure he doesn't bite back. But let go back, let's go back to the start. Um, lads, a lot of ideas, a lot of the best ideas are born in a clubhouse, a golf clubhouse with a few points or a pub. And the ideas are, are a scribble on the back of a fag packet. And where did, where, where did it come from? How, what, was it, what was it like? What was the moment that the four of you just went, come on, we'll, we'll, we'll do this? So... Uh, what, what it actually took, uh, so Ben moved back from the UK after a stint over there and we got an apartment in Smithfield and we were just like, do you know what we should do? We should do something in the background as it's tipping along. And I, you, you like the, the topics we went through. So it, it started off with, uh, fake tan, women's fake tan. And um, yeah, I, I know, brave topic. Brave topic. <laughs> Do you know what uh, four guys which, should do? Which, which I went four guys should set up a women's fake tan company. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I went into the office I was in with bottles of fake tan, wondering, uh, trying to find a poor soul to say, like, go, oh, you try this now and tell me know what you think of it. So, so that, as you can imagine, didn't take off. And 
then we explored the CBD road uh, and then we kind of COVID came and we all moved home and then it was just like, you know what, like starting a business with uh, something you don't really have a lot of interest in is pointless and thus the inception of uh, golf, the topic of golf arrived and, and thus the cook was born. Just like that? Just like that. Yeah, I think like the, the, you know, we get lots of comments both like, you know, I think Johnny, we spoke about it before about the name and like the, it's kind of obviously very golf, golf relevant and kind of catchy, but you'd be surprised how many people, you know, comments we get and people turn around and being like, you know, if I'm, if I'm standing over a golf ball, I don't, I don't want to be looking at a label that says duck hook and reminding me of pulling the golf ball. <laughs> like you get, you get so many people who, you know, that kind of way. And then you also get ones who love the name as it's catchy. And I mean, we're obviously living rent free in those people's heads before they hit a golf ball. So, you know, it might not be for all those kind of people, but the name was one we kind of, we fell on completely by accident. And um, was we, we kind of initially, I think we were, we were, yeah, we were naming all sorts of animals and way we, ways we could tie it in. Um, I think for a while we discussed a fox and various animals that we liked and, oh, ran, you know, you're, you're, as you mentioned, sitting with a, a pint in front of you in, uh, in West Cork, trying to decide the name and it just kind of, it stuck, ran it by a few people. Um, and there was kind of a, a good response back. So we just said many Murphys later. Yeah. And if we, if we didn't, if we didn't stick with one or if we didn't just go with it, we knew we'd be, you'd always be second guessing. It's too easy to, you know, for, you, there's no perfect answer. Um, so we just kind of said, look, let's we either, you know, actually do it or we, we stop talking about this and we just decided to make the leap really. So we've got, we've got the name there and it's, it's, it's definitely living rent free in, in my, in my mind anyway, when it comes to, to golf, I used to have the big, the high right miss and now it's just left all the time. So thanks for that guys. But, um, can you give us a, give us an insight as to who, who you guys are and you're all obviously golfers. Um, but like how long you've been playing golf and like how, how big a part of your life was golf before, before the clothing company? Uh, yeah, I think we, like, it's funny how we're all connected in different ways as well. How, so Ben, as well as obviously not on this call, um, Ben and William are cousins. And then myself and Ben were in boarding school together in, in Cork for years. And then also there's a link, myself and Nick have played hockey together at, at various levels um, for, for years too. So there was always this kind of connection um, with how we all knew each other and were, were good friends. But golf was one that we, myself, Ben and William, had, you know, had played since we were kids. Nick was more kind of on and off for a few years playing. But then in the last, I'd say maybe 18 months, probably, we, we just kind of, Nick got really big into golf as well. And it was kind of, we had a, a group of mates, I think it's about six or seven of us now, who just kind of playing every weekend, trying to, trying to sneak out at, you know, four, half four, or if any managers, listen, you know, five o'clock, um, to get out to, the, get out to the golf course. And it, it just kind of golf was just one thing we all bonded over and have done since we were kids so it was as william said yeah. you know it's, it's always easy you know much better to do something you have an interest in or that's a passion yeah i think i'm probably yeah as scott said like your classic example of someone who might have dabbled a little bit in the back garden when you're younger and just golf was the first thing i could do in lockdown and i'm sports mad i just said right, this is, I'm going to have to get back into golf. So in one way, I'm our ideal candidate when we're thinking of kind of marketing campaigns and whatever, like there's plenty of me going around, I'm sure, who've just got back into golf or picked it up for the first time. So yeah, like it's just a great way to get out there at the moment and have a bit of crack with the lads when you can't do it elsewhere. So what are you all playing off then now? Because this, oh. really, this really 
will go a long <laughs> way toward your bonus few days as a golf clothing company. You're going heavy. So Ben's, <laughs> Ben's off. What is he? Ben's five. So Ben's the lowest off five. Then um, you. Yeah, I'm I'm eight. I'm ten. Yeah, and depending on the course now these days, I believe there's a new <laughs> handicap system going around. <laughs> Anywhere from 17 to 24. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Nick, I mustn't have been with you on those days when it was 17. <laughs> they, they were those days that we made up the handicaps and Corbulus and handed in the, the scorecards. <laughs> oh, yeah. or, or on the crazy golf in uh, Pirates Cove and Courtown. <laughs> <laughs> so so that, that's the... Therein, I suppose, lies the crack that you'd probably be having in terms of uh, your, your golf experience range from everywhere from Pirates Cove in Courtown to Corbulus <laughs> and then anywhere in between. But in terms of like the, the usual places, where are, you, where are you based actually in terms of where are you playing out of and, and are you getting out, I suppose, are you, has this impacted massively when we were able to play as well on being actually able to get out or is all the time just consumed with this now? So like it, it started off for um, Scotty, Ben and myself um, out in Margaret's. We actually won our membership out there when Tiger won the Masters. They held a, they hedged their bets and we took a gamble and luckily we ended up getting a free membership. So it started there um, very badly for, for me anyway, playing golf out there. And then we moved to Corbulus and now we are in Port Marnock Links and living in just just a couple of minutes from Port Marnock, so it's very handy to to hop out. Um, obviously, haven't got the full whack of it just yet with lockdown and stuff like that. But fr- from an impact pers- perspective, I think being able to, like you've seen, the content um, is very easy to to get out on a, a links course. We have a drone and a, a good camera, and that's sort of facilitated us to be able to sort of release a lot of that that stuff. I think a lot of people have the the perception that kind of getting a clothing company or clo- clothing brand together is you know relatively simple. But Dave and I were speaking about this last week, and it is far from straightforward. How, how long were you guys working on this before we saw those first few polos? Um, yeah, it's kind of a like it's a funny one where we i think also initially were naive to the fact of how much like how much your work would be in the background and and even you know as william mentioned from a, a like a content perspective and we're you know th- the three of us on this call are incredibly lucky that ben is very very talented um, as a real eye for it loves doing it um but the biggest thing is when you're out in the golf course as golfers you want to play golf so sometimes you're like you know you're, you're we should whip out a camera here or we take a few photos jesus great life here when in your head, you're like, geez, I'm really not hitting the driver well. Uh, what am I going to do to fix that? And I think that was one where we kind of had to, you know, that was one small thing that we realized, okay, this time where you have to not play golf and just really focus on content to do that. Um, but actually, like, starting in the market is, or, you know, growing this brand or starting a clothing brand, we, before, you know, it got to the stage, as you said, of the polos, there was a lot more involved than we thought there would be, put it that way. Um like whether it be from, you know, the design, you know, I could talk, we could talk here for two hours about design and designing new products and bringing four minds together who, you know, are, we're all very different, you know, have different golf sense. Like Nick will only be delighted to tell you that Ben has a very flamboyant um, golf style or dress sense. Um, So, you know, he might have one idea and then Nick might be the opposite or myself and Will. And 
putting the four of us in a on a call or in a room that way, if, just from design perspective, it could be it could be about the smallest thing. It could be about a label or it could be about a color of a shirt. Um, that was new for us. That was that was a big kind of starting point, and that's before you talk about getting, you know, suppliers, samples, the logistics of it. Um, you know, all the learnings as well. It turns out you have to pay import when you bring stuff from China. Um, <laughs> who like who knew you know and you you learn all these small things as you're going along as uh, you know early on as well that you know things you never even considered and i think like i was saying you you learn as you go you test the market you find out what works and you hope that people give you some feedback in a sense that you can um you gain their trust and that you will take it on board and and flex with with the the customer base that you're you're dealing with and And that it's like that's that timeline is is huge though isn't it like going from a concept to even getting a sample into the country mm. yeah and the, the rouse that must have developed from that like because you're saying you're all from various different creative backgrounds as well one man one man's thing is another man's disaster like mm. yeah i i think we're also we're also very lucky in the sense that I know people always say, you know, you go into business with family or friends and, you know, could end up, you know, coming down on top of you. But we're, we're also quite lucky that we all have this a mindset where we know our size, we know what we are, we know what we want to become um, to an extent. Uh, so that we're, if one of us has an idea, we're all very open to being like, well, let's test it. We, like, as William said, we have, you know, we have a fantastic customer base and, you know, we've put up on social media before. We'd love to hear from, you know, from our customers, what they think, any ideas. We're all for ideas. We're you know very transparent in that way, um, but we're also quite you know if, if somebody comes up with an idea, being like, let's do fluffy, you know, bucket hats. You know, three of us might be like Jesus, but the one person who believes in it, we're like, okay, let's let's try it. Let's see how it goes in the market. Let's test it. Mm. Um, and a lot of the things we've tried so far are, some people in Ireland would say love it. Some would be like, oh yeah, real cool. Others are like what are they bringing out that color for or that shade of orange and like ben, ben is obsessed with the color mustard mustard yellow and um, so at some stage we have to do something like that we've just been kicking it down the road hoping that he'll forget about it but he hasn't we've held it uh, off for now yeah and um, but those are ones where some people love it and some people will hate it but at the moment we're just kind of testing see what people like and as will said we, we love hearing the, the feedback even if it's you know good or sometimes bad i suppose Maybe hold off on the mustard till everyone gets a bit of color in their face again. Just, just like I, I just feel there's a lot of pale, pasty Irish faces <laughs> We've been locked in for about three months. So I'm, I'm glad you said it now because when Ben listens to this, at least it won't be the three of us shooting down for him. <laughs> I do feel like Ben's getting a hard time here. Ben is getting a hard time. Ex- ex- explain, explain what a typical golf club would look would be for Ben, just to give us an idea of how flamboyant um, he goes. I'll, I'll start with the shoes because he has a pair of pink Nike Air Max which actually could be a good thumbnail for you for this if you want that I could send you a picture of them because they are atrocious <laughs> tapered those old tapered jogger kind of pants that you see on old boys from the from playing in Scotland in the 1920s stick them on them as well yeah I'd also like to point out that we are here giving him a hard time and yet he is still the best golfer out of the four of us so Easy. I mean yeah easily the best golfer so it's kind of we're only just looking right. to pick holes out of jealousy. <laughs> so he, he his golf swing can help him get away with the the shoes and the Eric Van Royen jogger. So he very much takes the uh, the white pants motto, you know, I'm well able to wear them kind of thing. So he will. 
yeah, I don't know. White pants are brave at the best of times. <laughs> yeah. The um, lads looking out like at who you who you look at in terms of the style that's out and what you see. Um, is there someone or something or a brand or is there anything else that you're going to looking at and going? We take the best out of that, and you're all thinking, yeah, or or a person. It, it, genuinely, it could be because golf influencers are everywhere now and it's easy to to be able to pick them out but anyone in particular or any brand i think i wouldn't go on nick oh yeah sure um i wouldn't say there's probably any brand that we would see ourselves in it's more sort of a reflection of our personalities and the conversations and the crack that we're having like Mm -hmm. i think that's the most important thing that needs to resonate when we bring something out is it needs to be a reflection of us and it needs to be authentic to the conversations we had and if we're just going around copying Titleist or whoever like it's it's not going to get us to where we want to go and like I think in order to grow as a brand and to make sure you connect with the community in Ireland the golf community and create an Irish brand that people are proud of you need to stay true to yourselves otherwise you'll just get lost along the way replicating stuff so I think on one side I wouldn't say there's a brand or anything that we see ourselves like but there's definitely like people or golfers that definitely were like yeah that's a bit us you're like you know for instance when people start wearing hoodies like Cheryl Hatton around golf course you're like yeah like the like what they're doing or people like challenging you know the status quo of ultimately like what classic golf gear looks like um, I think we can do a good job and make ourselves proud if we start to challenge some of the older brands that exist you all know who they are and start to kind of bring a new vibrant sort of brand into the market and hopefully grow in that way are you surprised at how quickly the brand has resonated? Because I have the tops that actually that great top that you have, and everyone picks it up on a call that you're on Zoom all the time, so the crest sticks out. Yeah. But anyone who has even a remote interest in golf knows it already, and yeah, it's and it's only in its infancy. And you know the the acid test for this is at the start, right? We've got our app for where the online store is, and we're all online, and we're like. Every time there's a notification of a sale, we're all looking at our phone and be like, dear, do you know who this person is, so-and-so? And slowly but surely, it's just got less and less. At the start, it was like your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, <laughs> your work colleagues showing a bit of support. And like, that's great and all, but you're going to get nowhere too fast if that's always the case. And then slowly but surely, we started, well, geez, I don't know who that Joe Bloggs is there or whatever it is. So like that's really been a reflection of like the growth is like we're now sending orders out to australia sending orders there was one to kenya we sent orders recently to spain and like over to the us the whole time so like it started to snowball for sure um faster than we would have imagined definitely yeah i could say definitely the um the diaspora will be a great market because irish love that success story and that irish own so i say that must be great because if you are send, sending stuff out to Australia, chances are you're going to see it in the golf course sooner than you see it back here. Yeah. 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 And I, we like, we, we had a great moment um, for, for years, just for context, myself, Ben um, and William would have played in Bandon golf club in Cork. And we were, we were home recently. It was just before Christmas or I think just in and around before Christmas time. And we were, we were down there for, for, we're playing a couple of holes and we were standing on a tee box and there was a couple of kids just about to go out and we were like, oh, do you mind if we just jump out? It's only three of us. And they were kind of whispering to themselves and they were like, oh, we were like, that's a bit mad or whatever. So we got up on the tee box and hit it, hit the tee shots or whatever. 
we're just coming down and one of the more confident young fellows was like look look at his driver head cover look at his driver and the kid was like went bright red in the face was all embarrassed and we we're like oh yeah and he had duck cook stickers stuck on top of a really old driver head cover that he's, he must have found his dad you know his dad's in the garage or something we were like oh where, where'd you get that and he was like he's like oh my dad got a, a top from you there last week and we love it in the house and love the ducks and stuff and like you know we were like <laughs> It was a moment where we were walking out, we were talking about it for the next five holes of being like, that was mad, wasn't it? And it, it was crazy how like it, just something small, like, like we were giving them golf tees with, with the ducks on them that we have and they were loving it and going crazy. We we're kind of like, geez, we wish we had more stuff in the car to just give to them because it was such a, it was just a really cool moment. Very humbling. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always great to have, you know, to actually see someone come back and, and really enjoy what you were saying. There were lots of phone calls and lots of work went into the, the back end or the, whether it's talking about the logo design or whatever, to have people come up to you on, on the arena where it is designed for on the golf course. That's, that's great. Like that's, that's what you want. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think probably one of the, the, one of the funniest things was, uh, I was driving over to, a. um, drop some st- some stock off and i went through a checkpoint and i i didn't I, I presumed it would be a valid excuse that i was dropping stock off to somebody and i put the window down and he stuck his head in the door or in the window and he was having a look around i said oh how's it going he goes i know you i said what and he goes you're that fell off the golf page i was on your website last night so <laughs> what, what, what got me through that was giving away uh, a nice beanie and he was like gone well there so even even the, the on garda connor are having a look at buying some stuff so we're obviously doing something right if you get in with the garda connor golfing society you'll be flying <laughs> away from the iraq to sun <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Player, player cards, right? Yeah, exactly. Has has there been has there been a moment, lads, where it's where you've gone like kind of an oh fuck moment, where where maybe something went or like the process can't have just been linear and up to the right and been easy as to now because th- things don't work like that. I, I think it's uh, like I find it quite a funny one where even the smallest thing it could be somebody emailing back being like oh just so you know um i never got my package or it hasn't or it says it's delivered and it's not at you know at the start they were like they were mountains they were big deals we were like oh crap you know we were making sure and you know one of you know customer service is you know big thing that we wanted to get right and and i think at the start it was it was that and i, I think as you progress and as you grow there you'll always find a new mountain you know or something that you turn into a mountain and realize afterwards that it was just something so small it was just growing pains or you know i think recently the ones for we we had a lot of quite brexit impacted us so you know shipping into the uk um that was a whole other ball game of you know myself and william speaking to about 400 different people in various couriers and reps and somebody trying to give us one answer and then another was giving us a completely different of you know why packages weren't getting through could get through um, and all the challenges and stuff like that so that was that was a big one that really kind of you know myself and will kind of attacked it in january and had to you know figure out you know the best way to actually get in and now you know luckily we've started working with a courier and we touch wood geez, touch wood and uh, we haven't had any issues so far um but that was a big one where we were kind of like, wow, if, you know, because it, it was a big market and we were starting to grow and we've had great support so far from the UK and, you know, it's only yeah. growing. It was just one where we were like, if we, if we don't sort this, you know, this could be a, this could be a big issue. 
how old are you guys now? Because you set up what nearly a year ago at this point. I we so we launched so September. yeah so we launched in September um so at the start of September so we've been in operation for you oh. know six months or so so we're we're not we're not in it a year at all but we the idea has been you know came probably about a year ago or just maybe you know ten or eleven months ago um I'm so yeah Ben Ben's twenty six um I'm twenty six as well uh, Will is twenty seven. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, or plus, yeah, plus that. Um, and Nick's 27 as well. And so what, what products have you got out there? You're all, for any listeners, um, obviously won't see, that you are obviously wearing your own products. And D- Dave, you've bought some, and I, ha- I, I know I've got plans. I'd really like the jumper. No, I, I look like the two lads. I bought the, bought the T-shirt and the jumper that the two lads are wearing. That would have been really awkward. <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, Dave, we, we'd like to say thank you because there's a lot of people, Johnny, who say they have plans to buy it. You know, that, that's one thing I say. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a ten, uh, testament to us, though, to, you know, we, we eat our own dog food. Like, we, we like the stuff. We, we make it for ourselves. And, like, if people get on board and like it, then that's, that's just a bonus. But, but like Nick touched on earlier, we stay true to the brand and the brand is the four of us. And, you know, I was only just looking there. Geez, like, thinking back in, in a, probably a week or two, we were stuck around a table looking at color charts and materials and everything and how it's transpired to sitting here with a, well, a warehouse full of stock that seems to be going out very well is, is actually... I'm mad to think that that was a year ago. <laughs> so what products have you got out then at the moment? You've obviously got the jumpers, t-shirt, few polos, socks, head covers as well now? Head covers, towels. Um, t- we've, we've, uh, we've a lot of golf tees. We're thinking of bagging up soon and starting to sell. <laughs> um, socks. What else? Snoods, beanie hats, knit hats, uh, caps, bucket hats, gilets. Um, quarter zips, the the cruise as you mentioned, um, and yes, yeah, so we've eight polos available as well at the moment. Um, geez, it's funny when you when you're asked to list them last time, you end up forgetting them. We've our yeah, as well our, our women's range of polos, women's range of quarter zips, um, so we've three three women's polos, two quarter zips, um, and that's kind of what we have now. And this is you know as we said in a time where. The golf clubs are the golf course are closed, and we so now we're in real kind of design development phase, and you know trying to plan releases for spring and summer. It's just from the list there, and having and knowing a bit about the process. Like uh, this is more this is more of a serious question as well. In that there's minimum order quantities, and like you you've an awful lot of stuff in there, and is is that just the worry? that's just driving you on that we've, as you said, we've a warehouse full of stuff at the moment, but obviously having had it go so well, it's obviously been equally as rewarding in that it was that scary, probably put press and go on, on, on those orders to come in. Mm. Yeah. Like I, I think it's a naturally when you order something and like, don't get me wrong, we we've ordered stuff where we've designed stuff and, and, you know, as you mentioned in that large quantity that haven't sold as well, that we still look at every day and go, geez, that's, you know, we thought that'd sell better. Um, and like, that, that's mustard. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who bought a mustard? <laughs> Poor Ben is going to be shattered listening to this. His dreams <laughs> mustard colored clothing. Um, but no, you're, you're dead right. It's, it was a serious one where there are days where you're, you know, 
you're looking at your stock in the warehouse and you're going, Oof, you know, how, how are we going to sell this or, you know, yeah. are we going to sell it? And, and then it's, it's, it's such a funny one where you'd, as you know, Nick mentioned, we, we had the app where you, you'd get a, you know, a notification that there was a sale and one would come up and it would be two or three of the things that you were thinking you were going to struggle to sell. Um, cause you know, everyone's different, everyone's different tastes, but yeah, there are times, right. Where you're looking at stock and you've, you've paid the money to bring, you know, to bring it in and it's sitting there in your warehouse and you're like, geez, are, are we ever going to sell that? Um, particularly early on, like, like you said, press and go and, and like, you know, it's, it's our own capital that we have put up for, to do this and, and to press go and, and to think like what, what there's always the what ifs and you kind of have to keep, and I suppose that's the nice thing about having the four of us is you, you push that to the back of your head and, and you keep each other going. Mm-hmm. But particularly early on, like that warehouse of, of full stock was like, God, what's going to happen to this? And now you've kind of got to the stage where we preemptively have a full because we know that this is doing well or that's doing well. And it's um, like our play to, to Ben and Nick do a lot in the, in the back room with regard to the financing side of things and are quite clever in the way we, we acquire stock, but I think, um, you know, it's, it's now meeting up with itself that it's, it's full on purpose now because we are confident that we can push something and it's, and it's going to move. I thought you were going to say Ben and Nick were quite, quite good with the creative account in there. I didn't know where I was going for a, for a second. <laughs> Keep that quiet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I, I put out on Twitter that we were, we were chatting to you and um, a few, a few people had questions, one of whom was um, Kevin Markham. Uh, oh, right. oh, yeah. yeah, he's a big, big fan of yours. I think he, he's, he's spoken about you a few times and he, he has a question that I was going to put to you or a similar one, which is, <clears throat> do you, have you considered branded merchandise for individual golf clubs? Yeah, this is a question that comes up a lot. Um, and not just ones that we've been asked, but also between ourselves. It, you know, and it, one of the things we have to say is that the, the Irish golf community is incredible. It's like we, so, as soon as we started, the amount of people who reached out, even, you know, not looking for anything, just a message of support and saying, love the brand, love this. And, you know, we've, we've had various golf clubs, various golf pros reach out to us saying, love it, you know, fantastic. And then there have been ones who've, you know, inquired about, you know, having an interest in our brand and putting it in the pro shop and, and going down that road. Um, it's kind of been one that we, you know, plan to do in the future or, you know, hope to put a strategy together for that. It's just been one that since we've, you know, as we, you know, we mentioned, it's, it's you know, barely six months we've been going. Um, we just kind of wanted to start with, you know, e-commerce, just do the shop online and um, sell our bits that way. And then kind of, and it was also to see, to see how it grows because another thing is if you're if you start supplying pro shops your you know the quantity of goods you're bringing in you know it's it almost doubles and because you have to factor that in and at the start we didn't know we didn't know what was going to sell we didn't know if anything was going to sell or was going to sell and um, like we always said at the start when we had the the conversation where are we going to do this i think one of the big deciding factors of why we said okay and you know decided to put up that capital ourselves was that we were like ah, look if it flops, we'll have golf gear for the rest of our lives. And <laughs> we can give to our friends and be like, yeah, that was our, uh, that was our failed golf venture when we all thought we were geniuses. Um, and that was genuinely something that we were like, you know, if all else fails, we have all the stock. Be a bit of a laugh together. Uh, yeah, I, I think just ultimately the main thing is, and the reason why we've stayed at just an e-commerce site for now, despite all these sort of like 
potential requests and like we could definitely make more profit by you know going into pro shops and stuff like that but we don't want to buy it off more than we can chew at an early stage where you promise something and you can't deliver it um so i think for the moment the main answer to kevin's question is just we're not going to do it because it's easy we're going to do it because the right thing is to just stay and make sure that we're delivering on the orders that we're trying to do initially um but yeah eventually it's going to go that way for sure we were just waiting for we're just waiting for you johnny to to buy a piece of duck of clothing once that money comes in we'll be like okay maybe we have enough now to go johnny was wondering actually yeah johnny was probably wondering what these this tea business and the sticker business was because he doesn't know that you get teas and stickers. See now with the package. I do actually because I because the lads were very good at they sent us on the few t-shirts for the giveaway, Dave. So thank yeah, you also well, for I, that, I, lads. Yeah. I actually I was flattered because I I had to send it back because it was the lockdown weight wasn't as bad as I thought. I actually had to size down, which is great. So <laughs> Yeah, it was still still a size. I'm still a size bigger than I was. Of course. <laughs> so so what's what what's what's next on the horizon then? So obviously you're going to stick with the stick with e-commerce. Have you, any any announcements or exclusive products that you're going to announce to the airways of the the bogeyman audience? Yeah. So like ultimately, where we want to be is we want to get as fast as possible to a full offering of golf clothing. Uh, and apparel so we're anticipating we'll get there with our next two releases so we kind of the first initial products that we released were a lot of like kind of piecemeal we brought out one you know polos we brought out hats we're kind of moving more toward the model where we're doing releases each like spring summer winter so hopefully by the end of summer we'll be a full online store for golf um and i think ultimately how we're going to get there is by going the way we have so far and that's four lads having the crack trying to make our personalities shine through and connect you know with the golf community in ireland and abroad um and if we can keep you know our customers happy and keep listening and each release keep improving because you know we're learning as we go as well that we're not experts in this by any stretch of the imagination we nearly brought out fake tan for god's sake um <laughs> so the most the promises we're making to ourselves is each release has to be better than the next and each release you know has to get us to where we want to go so yeah it's exciting times there's some really good products coming out in the spring release um some nice improvements to existing products but also some stuff that we haven't brought out before um so yeah nick you sound like a politician yeah nick, that was a great I answer uh, i think johnny as well that's similar to one where nick is i think you were looking for a bit of you know as an example of what we might be bringing out and nick did his best uh, impression of a politician to go around <laughs> giving you an answer yeah. yeah so do you want to actually answer the question now yeah, I, I'll have to speak with my uh, my lawyer for that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever was holding up the flashcards behind you there, or behind the laptop there for that one, was absolutely brilliant. They have <laughs> incredible what you can do with a couple of screens, isn't it, Nick? <laughs> I've made it this far working in tech. I'll keep going. <laughs> do, do not say this thing. Do not say this thing. Um, well, look, lads. Thank you so much for your time. It's been it's been a lot of laughs, and and like the brand has been going from from strength to strength since we we first found out about it. I, I do have to to say that Gareth Evans was the first man to put you guys on my radar. I know we also know him through hockey, and he texted me to specifically say to say that. So, um, Gareth, if you're listening, which I know you will be, there you are. You happy now? Thank you, lads. Thank you so much. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll hope to catch up with you soon. Appreciate Cheers, it, guys. Thanks a million.
on the tee, Jack Nicklaus. This is the minute the millions around the world have waited for. We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star at sunset. Rory continues his run to greatness. The return to glory.